know why you even envy me I became everything I'm supposed to be Shoulda had kept you niggas close to me Had your homies shook gripping on they rosaries Ask your pops, he'll tell you ain't no hoe with me And anybody sitting at my table know they gonna eat in the state, Kato, that's my fucking team But even by my dolly, I can handle any kind of beef They be on my dick, cause they know we from the same streets Hands sticking now, homie, you can slap beef You ain't help me out when I was sleeping in my damn V And you running, keeping me warm to my tanky Welcome to a brand new episode of Wrestling with Siblings. I'm your host, Araceli, and this is my co-host, Armando. Hi, guys. I'm Armando, and welcome to Wrestling with Siblings. All right, let's get started with the SmackDown review. Jay Uso opens up the show, and he comes out to make it very, very clear that Roman Reigns runs the entire WWE. And aside from that, he also comes out to make it clear that he will be entering the men's Royal Rumble match, coming out victorious, and then challenging WWE champion, Drew McIntyre. I don't blame Jey Uso just because he's Roman Reigns has his back on whatever he does and as long as he makes the family look good I'm sure Roman Reigns will support him so I don't blame him. He could be a potential candidate to win the Royal Rumble like I said because he's got Roman Reigns on his corner. And at this point it looks like Roman and Jay are trying to take over the entire WWE. I mean going after Drew McIntyre in the WWE Championship and having Roman be the universal champion and then jay potentially being wwe champion at this point yes roman reigns would have full control of the wwe and that's scary but it could also potentially be a good thing yeah not only that it also gives jay the opportunity to main event wrestlemania but again big goals big plans for him let's see how they turn out and if he's able to accomplish it but first he has to win the royal rumble Yes, and then he goes out to call out Nakamura. Nakamura wasn't going to stand for it. So what does he do? He comes out and he shows Jay a lesson. And this leads into Nakamura versus Jay Uso. Yeah, after that, the performance last week from Nakamura, it wasn't going to be an exciting match. It wasn't going to be a hard-hitting match. Why? Just because these guys are so evenly matched. Yes, and Nakamura was not giving Jay Uso any opportunity to capitalize. He was going right after him and he kept going and he knew what the weak points of Jay was but he also knew what was a stake for Jay so he knows that right now Roman Reigns is watching him very very closely and he knows that any mistake that Jay makes is not going to help him against Roman Reigns so now what does he do he tries to make him make mistakes yeah and not only that I think a lot of the conference from Shinsuke Nakamura is that he wants to get back in the title picture but not only that he has someone to watch his back, someone like Cesaro. What, what, end, what ends up happening? Cesaro ends up coming out during the match just to stand ringside just in case Roman Reigns decides to come out. Yes, that was a brilliant move by not only Cesaro but Nakamura. And you can tell throughout, some, throughout the match that Jay doesn't get distracted by Cesaro, but he does capitalize and let his frustration out on Nakamura and... That right there, I took it as him trying to prove a point to Roman. Like, yeah, they have Cesaro out here, but guess what? I'm not going to lose focus. I'm not going to lose track of what's actually at stake here. And I'm going to do my best to represent you and your family in the WWE. Smart strategy by Shinsuke Nakamura. Again, getting into Jey Uso's head. You know, he kept getting distracted by Cesaro. And Nakamura is just confident. And I think he's championship material again. And I wouldn't be surprised if we see him going for the Intercontinental Championship because he just had great, these past couple weeks have been good. And Nakamura with the Kinshasa for the win. I wasn't expecting Nakamura to win, even though he had Cesaro by his side. 
I wasn't expecting them to win. I really thought, okay, something's going to happen here where Roman could potentially come out and help because we know Roman doesn't like to lose and he doesn't like it when his relatives lose either. So I was like, maybe Jay's going to pull something out of his sleeve and get the win. But no, I was wrong. Nakamura with a huge win over Jay Uso. All right, let's move on to Natalia versus Liv Morgan, who was accompanied by Ruby Riot. Now, that's not surprising at all, but what was surprising is we got to see Billy Kay with pretty much the Riot Squad. Yeah, and this is not the first time she's come out. She's already come out the, pa the past couple of weeks with them. Looks like she, can we say she finally found the team she could manage? I don't know. Looks like she's done, but looks like she's settling down with them right now. Yes, I, it's interesting because Billy Kay has always been the type of character that just kind of goes for what she wants. She's interesting, she's funny, and I think this is going to be a great mixture. I think they just kind of have to find the balance, but could this be beneficial to Ruby Riot and Liv Morgan? I don't know because from what I saw in tonight's match, she cost Liv Morgan that match. And it was an accident. I don't really think she did it purposely. But at the same time, it's like, this is how teams start to have problems. Yeah, I agree with you. I think Billy Kay being on her on their side is great. I think personality-wise, they all fit together. Because you have, you know, Happy, the series, and again, Happy. It, I think it's meant for each other. But again, I think they just got to get in the same page. And if... Billy Kay is going to be the manager. She's kind of had to step aside and not try to get involved in the matches. I 100% agree with you on that one, but you got to give credit where credit is due. Liv Morgan did a fantastic job holding up against somebody like Natalia. Natalia is a veteran. Natalia has been here for years. She knows what she's doing. She knows how to get inside her opponent's head, and she knows how to come out victorious. And at this point, she took advantage of an opportunity that she saw. She saw the opportunity that Billy Kay created for her and she took it. And that's the biggest veteran move. Yeah, that's where the experience plays out. She knew like, okay, they're not on the same page. Billy Kay is going to try to impress them. And she was waiting for that perfect opportunity for Liv to make that mistake. Not, not to make the mistake, but that perfect opportunity where Billy Kay messed up and she was able to capitalize again. Liv Morgan just keeps getting better and better. Each and every single week, we see more of her in singles competitions, which is great. I think she's going to do good, and I think over time, she's just going to develop. I've said it before, and you can go back and fact-check this. I think she's a star, and she's going to be the biggest star the moment she breaks out. And I think this this could potentially be Liv Morgan's year. I think there's a lot there, and I think there's a lot more that she can do. Personally, I would like to see her away from the Riot Squad because I think that's where she's had her biggest break. But I think the moment she actually splits and they give her a singles run, I think she'd be able to kill it for sure. I think what they're trying to do is they're trying to give her that tag team titles first before they, they split them up. But again, we'll see what happens. I would really like to see more of her in singles competition. But like I said, we'll see how it all plays out. Yes. All right. Let's move on to Rey Mysterio with his son Dominic versus King Corbin. Keith Corbin trying to make a statement right from the get-go. I mean, just trying to overpower Rey Mysterio and using his size and speed to the advantage. Yes. And Rey, we know how focused he is. We know what's important to him and what's the most important thing to him, his family. And King Corbin knew that. So he went in knowing that Dominic was going to be there. And what does he do? He uses Dominic to his advantage. He gets inside the head of not only Dominic, but Rey Mysterio. And that's what allows him to get a victory over Rey. This is what makes King Corbin so dangerous because he already has a plan from the get-go. I mean, every time you're going to face him, you got to have a plan A, a plan B, and a plan C because why? 
King Corbin is always ahead of you. And what does he do, like you said earlier? He went and he targeted Dominic. And he said, okay, if I hit Dominic, what's going to be his first reaction? He's going to want to come into the ring, attack me, and, you know, I'm going to get a, a, a victory via disqualification. But what does he end up doing? He ends up hitting his dad on accident. I'm sorry, his dad ends up hitting him on accident. Comes off the ring and King Corbin capitalizes for the win. So smart strategy by Corbin. 100%. I agree i think you always have to be prepared for king corbin you don't really know what king corbin has in store anytime that you face him he's a very dangerous competitor and i think ray mysterio wasn't ready for king corbin he claims that he knows what he's doing quite frankly you can never be ready for somebody like king corbin and you can kind of see the little disagreement between dominic and ray and this is going to be very very crucial because if they're trying to go for tag team championships if they're trying to stay together as a team they're gonna have to coexist if they can't do that corbin and any other tag team is going to use that to their advantages knowing that ray and dominic aren't on the same page i think dominic is just frustrated because he hasn't had you know the airing ring, ring time you know he's been off tv for a while and i think he's just urging to get back in the ring and i think corbin just got to his head he feels that he cost his dad his match. I think it's just all that. But again, let's see how it plays out with, with him and, and Corbin. 100% agree with you. All right, let's move on to my favorite of the entire show. Ding dong, hello. Bailey's new show or talk show. And her guest is none other than Bianca Belair. Again, we know Bailey. We know she's super cocky and she goes out and she's basically like, Bianca, I have nothing left to prove. I already beat you and I beat you clean. I mean, there's nothing for me to prove to you at this point. Yeah, I think what she's trying to do is she's just trying to make a statement to not only Bianca Belair, but the entire women's division. Like, look, hey, I'm better. I'm here to stay. I was the women's champion for, I believe, more than a year. And she's trying to play the game where she's trying to get into Bianca's head and be like, look, I can beat you at anything, even at your own game. We'll do obstacle courses if you want. Yeah, she pretty much challenged her to an athlete standoff, pretty much. And I think Bailey, Bailey's going into this very, very confident. But you also have to keep in mind the type of athlete that Bianca Belair is. I've seen her down in NXT and I've seen her kind of her main roster run so far. She's very dangerous and there's a lot that Bianca can do. And I think Bianca's smart. It's not easy for you to get inside the head of somebody like Bianca Belair. I think Bianca Belair just needs to get that time and eventually she'll get it. And just, they're slowly bringing her up. And I think she's going to do great. Like you said, she did phenomenal things down in NXT. And I can't wait what she's going to do in the main roster so far. She has proven herself with the little time she's gotten. Yes. All right. Let's move on to pretty much what was the main event. Daniel Bryan versus Cesaro. Cesaro, man. Uh, me personally, I think he's one of the top talents. Um, if anyone is next in line to get an intercontinental championship match and that could dethrone Big E, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be this guy. And I think Cesaro will have a great twenty twenty one. Yeah, so Cesaro, I think he's one of the best in ring competitors we've ever seen. I'm a little disappointed though because they really haven't given him that championship opportunity. They've put him in tag team title matches and stuff like that they've always kind of kept them with Sheamus or now Nakamura and they've never really given him the opportunity to really branch out but when you put him with competitors like Daniel Bryan he truly is able to showcase what he's capable of doing and he is in my opinion a main eventer not only that but for you to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with Daniel Bryan in an actual mat competition and submission match 
it's very hard because as we all know, Daniel Bryan is one of the best submissioners. And what does Cesaro do? He tries to bring the match into the mat and try to go head to head. And I respect that because it's not easy going against Daniel Bryan like that. It definitely isn't. And you also have to give credit where credit is due. Daniel Bryan is one of the best wrestlers WWE has. And his experience really plays a huge role in every single one of these matches. And for Cesaro to be able to hang, like Armando said, with somebody like Daniel Bryan is absolutely incredible. Yep. All right, let's move on to Roman Reigns and his contract signing. So it looks like at the Royal Rumble, he will be facing Adam Pearce, who is, I guess, the general manager of both Raw and SmackDown. Very, very interesting to see where that's going to go moving forward. So as Adam Pearce was walking out with the contract, he kind of starts to get a little limp on his leg and starts touching it. And he looks back at Roman and he's like, oh, you know what? I don't think I'm going to be medically cleared to compete with you. So who is his replacement? None other than Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. Very, very interesting. I think when you really have no other way out, you use Kevin Owens. And that's good because that means you can trust Kevin Owens with your product. You can trust Kevin Owens with the match that he's about to have. And I think Roman Reigns is in danger. I really do believe so because we've seen the best of Kevin Owens. And when he wants something, he gets it. And I think he's going to go after that Universal Championship. And unless Roman Reigns has a plan and unless Jey Uso has a plan and unless... Paul Heyman has a plan. I think Kevin Owens has a really good chance of coming out Universal Champion. Yeah, I agree with you on that. I think Kevin Owens is one of the top stars as well. And if anybody could bring the fight and is going to take Roman Reigns to the limit, it's going to be Kevin Owens. And he has proven in the matches we've seen before. I don't think this is the end of it. I don't think this feud is done. Kevin Owens, I think, has a long way to go with Roman Reigns. I do agree with you, but you also have to keep in mind who Roman Reigns has become. He has become a lot more dangerous than the Roman Reigns were used to. At this point, nobody knows what to expect from somebody like Roman Reigns. He's been so unpredictable ever since he came back for the last couple of months. And at the end of the day, he does have Paul Heyman and Jey Uso in his corner. Therefore, we don't know what's going to happen when this match does happen at the Royal Rumble. And I think Kevin Owens has to go into this match mentally and physically prepared because at the end of the day, if he's not ready for Roman Reigns, he's not going to get anywhere near that Universal Championship. I think he's ready. I just think he needs to get rid of those distractions, get rid of Paul Heyman and get rid of Jey So it's impossible to do it because, you know, most likely they're going to interfere in the match. But I think if Kevin Owens is able just to focus on Roman and not on Jey and and if he could even take out Jey Uso, I think he has a high opportunity because, as you know, throughout the matches, Jey Uso has been key in a lot of Roman Reigns' wins. So I think that's going to be very, very key. 100% agree with you on that one. All right, that's all we have for you guys on this episode of Wrestling with Siblings. Before we go, I do want to say we have a new intro. Check that out. I will leave the link to basically Interstate Smooth, who wrote the song, bad guy i'll leave his links in the description below show him some love let him know that wws sends you and for those of you that do not know what wws stands for armando what does wws stand for wrestling with siblings thank you guys so much and see you guys